in the middle of an extraordinary situation. This situation often challenges your beliefs and changes your life. The white rabbit is so curious, so strange, that you cannot help but to follow him. Follow us on this journey as we investigate the white rabbit. This is Living Cave Podcast. Welcome to this year's Halloween special. This is Living Kayfabe Podcast. My name is Jordan. And again this year, we have a great topic. What's everybody talking about right now? The White Rabbit. We're going to break down so many of these clues, these Easter eggs. It's not just limited to what you see on Raw and SmackDown. This rabbit hole goes deep into the internet of reddit youtube twitter facebook everybody's got their own ideas there's these little hidden hidden easter eggs and things that we would have never looked for had it not been for millions of people trying to figure out this white rabbit thing right like they're not just putting clues out on raw and smackdown people this is literally everywhere now this fox sports like it's it's everywhere you're finding these little easter eggs these rabbits are popping up qr codes this is great wrestling yeah i said it for the first time in forever it seems like we have quite possibly the greatest story ever told in wrestling at least for a very long time more people than ever in recent time are interested in wrestling even if you're not a wrestling fan you are going to tune in tonight at extreme rules to see if this all comes to a head if we finally see for sure who or what the white rabbit is i hit pause and i listened back and there's always something weird on our halloween special something weird always happens and again throughout that intro and me talking about we're all going to tune in to Extreme Rules. There's distortion in this microphone that's never had distortion problems ever. I checked it out. I checked the wiring out. I checked the microphone. I checked the computers. Everything is fine. Always something crazy, something weird. And of course, it's going to happen when we are doing an episode on the White Rabbit, who we all are led to believe 
is The Fiend. And who else messed with audio and lights at shows to manipulate your mind? The Fiend. So, hey, it works out perfect. It's kind of, it's a little eerie, uh, but very cool. Anyways, before Sean gets here and we break down all these clues and we get into some audio that we've had uh, lined up to play and possibly call the phone number um, if you were lucky enough to see the code, uh, if you were lucky enough to hear of somebody who got the number, there was a phone number in one of these codes. And if you call it, you get a pretty eerie message. Um, is it played backwards? Have we broken down the words for you? All that and more coming up when Sean gets here. But right now, guys, um, as of right now, um, there's a report out that notes that, well, not everybody was really sold on this whole QR code thing and the aspect of all these teasers. There was feeling backstage that the campaign has uh, a lot of major success and that it's created a lot more buzz, even more buzz than they ever originally intended. And uniquely enough, uh, this kind of caught my attention as weird too, WWE creative team has largely been hands-off with the White Rabbit segments. And pretty much everybody who is willing to talk about what's going on uh, with these segments, um, they're not sure of the small details that are involved. WWE higher-ups are clearly, you know, aware of the plans and how things will go moving forward, but it caught me off guard that WWE creative are pretty much hands-off on this. So who's running this show? And whoever's doing it is doing a hell of a job because in a world of dirt sheets and internet, we only know what WWE wants us to know. And that's almost impossible to do. But if you've noticed as of late, they're doing a really good job of surprising the audience. I mean, look what they did with Gargano with his surprise return, with a few surprise returns. Um, I don't think anybody really saw Cross coming back. Um, and I think that was a surprise. Dexter Loomis, um, Hit Row, everything. I don't think people were seeing these guys coming back, but WWE has time and time again as of late been able to surprise us. It is everybody's belief that tonight, October 8th, 2022, at Extreme Rules, we will finally have a conclusion to the White Rabbit. Who is the White Rabbit? What is the White Rabbit? Is it Bray Wyatt? Is it The Fiend? Are, we, are they going to throw us for a loop? And, you know, is this going to be a new stable? Is this, you know, hopefully this isn't like a Cody Rhodes return thing because, oh my gosh, whoever, if this isn't The Fiend, whoever this is, unless it is a huge, amazing shocker, they're going to get some heat. They're going to have like go away heat because people are excited and hopeful for The Fiend. And we're going to break down all these clues. We're going to have a really good time and um, a really scary time on a few of these clips, especially when we call this phone number. So eh, listen with the lights on if you want to. We won't blame you. All this and more with Living Kayfabe Podcast. Oh, I'm finally back. We're talking about The Fiend. Yes. A ton of Easter eggs coming up. Been God, they've been on SmackDown for a month now, I think. Well, SmackDown and Raw. Okay, I've missed a, a lot of them and had to go back and watch yeah. them. 
Did it start with Raw? I believe so. It. I started following this guy on uh, YouTube named C Wrestling, British guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, shout out to him. Check him out on YouTube. He's got like sixty thousand subs. But he's been he, he's a big fan of Bray Wyatt, so he's been covering this shit, and he's doing a really good job at it. Um, but I, I noticed there was a really cool. Uh, some people called it a missing Easter egg out mm-hmm. of all this. So back on a uh, early, I think it was early September episode of SmackDown, maybe Raw, I can't remember. <coughs> uh, Baron Corbin, uh, being known as Happy Corbin, the mm-hmm. worst fucking gimmick he could have ever been saddled with. But if anybody pulled it off, he did. I mean, exactly. <laughs> That's fair. Uh, he's like, he loses to, fuck, I think Chad Gable or somebody again. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he's walking out of the arena, and there's a backstage segment where this limousine pulls up. Big old BMW white limousine, and it has bullhorns on front. And the the window rolls down, and they say, what happened to you? Get in. It's obviously JBL. Yeah. I mean, obviously, even the, he, his voice is unmistakable. Mm-hmm. You know, but anyhow... The caption of the video says a mysterious person or a mysterious individual. Uh, it's in the description of the video. You find it on WWE's YouTube channel. Yeah. And it's like, how is that mysterious? Everyone knows it's JBL. Mm-hmm. Caveat to that, in the back is the production truck or a production truck. When the window rolls down, a door opens on this production truck. And somebody gets out and stands in the background, like on the stairwell. Okay. And they just stand there and they look at what's going on. You can't see the figure. It's just a black per- black shadow, not a black person. It might be a black person. Who knows? But there's a black shadow there and you can't tell any figures of it. People are saying that's the Fiend as well. Okay. It's funny you bring up Corbin mm-hmm. and the Fiend. Did you see in one of the QR code videos, okay. it, has a cor- it has a zip code. Mm-hmm. You have to see within the video if you put it together. Did you see this? I did not. I missed okay. this one. The zip code happens to be Corbin, Kentucky. Okay, remember when they renamed the town over Baron for Baron Corbin? It was like a house show, mm-hmm. uh, and they announced that they renamed it just for the day, yeah. right before his match with Roman Reigns, where one eats dog food, whoever loses. <laughs> I forgot about okay. that one. Yeah, that pops up. <clears throat> See? So it's linking the Corbin again. Yeah. And they're also saying, well, maybe because also in that town in like 2020, mm-hmm. uh, the Fiend had the title. He had a, it was a house show. It was a successful defense against the Miz. Mm-hmm. But it just goes to show like they're not just showing big Easter eggs, big clues. It's just right. little shit. Like right. what, what significance would this little area code, the right. zip code have for him to have a non-televised title defense? Mm-hmm. But he did in right. that town at that zip code. Does right. it mean anything? Maybe not. Yeah. But it's just cool. And then you brought up Corbin. Well, that's yeah. the second connection right. to Corbin. If it's because, uh, and personally, here's the link I kind of see and what I would love to see happen is last night, I'm kind of jumping ahead here. Yeah, go but, for it. But There's last, no order of these. Right, exactly. Things. Last night on SmackDown, it was the QR code that was on Trips's mic. Mm-hmm. It took you right to a video of a pig playing a fl- it was basically like porky pig shots yeah they shared that one again yep. yep but it was all it was just repeating let me in let me in mm-hmm. let me in and at one but before that part happened there's the rabbit that runs along to the purple x for extreme rules <coughs> 
Excuse me. I didn't connect the Purple X. Yeah. I knew he, he went to the Purple X. I right, didn't yeah, think yeah. about Extreme Rules. And so he goes down through it, but the red flames shoot up, like yeah. signifying like hell part, you know. Mm-hmm. Well, without it being Kane, which would honestly be terrible. Yeah. Nothing against Kane, but it's just, it's not his year anymore. Yeah. You know, Kane and Undertaker, you know, they're retired. Mm-hmm. They're doing other things. So the, the flames shoot up, and I thought, what a bet, what a good way for the guy whose theme is end of days and in the song is talking about dragging you to hell. Yeah. You know, that would be something too. Yeah. So you're thinking another connection to Baron Corbin. So exactly. I'm thinking maybe Baron Corbin and the fiend come back together. Oh, as which, a st- like a stable kind of deal. We'll see. And that's or the thing. another follow me cult leader thing. I don't know. I, I'm, I'm kind of on the fence. Mainly, I think it's because of my own preferences. Yeah. Right now, you can tell Triple H has been in DX because how many fucking factions are on Raw and SmackDown right now? 74 and a half? There's <laughs> so many now. <laughs> like, so many. And, like, I remember bitching, like, man, there's no factions anymore. There's no stables. Triple H, you're ever doing it. <laughs> there's so many stables and factions now. Like, it's unreal. Well, here's another thing with, you know, I'm saying demon. Right. The first QR code that I remember was behind um, Austin Theory. Okay. Who you can rub it in my face now if you remember me <laughs> saying I said he was going to be the next John Cena. Yep. And I said and he wasn't. And you said he wasn't. Yep. Okay. Well, I'm meeting that crew months later, <laughs> year, maybe a year later. Yeah. But behind him on the screen was that QR code. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, that was. That led to whoever scanned it to see the game of Hangman being played out. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Did you see the initial, the first letters that were being picked out? If you scrambled them, was the word demon? Yes. Yeah. And then in another right. another code down the road, who's that demon that pops up in uh, Tales throughout time? Azel? Azazel. Azazel. Mm-hmm. Okay. That is seen in another QR code oh, later. Okay. I missed that one. So, is there a connection? We're talking, we have the word demon, and then right. we have a demon's name. Yeah. You see the fire come up from the mm-hmm. the X last night, or on SmackDown, so. Yeah. Well, it, it's not Finn. Right. It's not right. Finn yeah, being yeah. demon again. I would accept it. Oh, I'd be happy with that. I fucking but, love that. Yeah. But no, I, I, see, that's the thing. I keep looking at, too. But wasn't the Fiend's first feud with Finn Balor? Wasn't? I believe so. That would so because he wasn't Demon Balor, okay. Yeah. And they talk because I, I remember this this one because they said right. when you go up with a fiend it changes you. Yeah. And like everybody turned heel. Yeah. You know after they faced the fiend because Balor went back to NXT, I turned heel. Uh, you know became NXT champ again. So the fiend never faced the demon. True. So I'm wondering if the demon part isn't. Like, maybe that's going to be his first feud back. Right. Or, man, like, you're bringing up some really good points. That and the Corbin thing and the what happened to you, mm-hmm. do you think maybe they're bringing, maybe the Fiend is resurrecting careers? Okay, let's, Alexa Bliss. Yeah. What have they been talking about for, like, the past, what, month? Mm-hmm. About how her career has gone down, yep. how, you yep. know, she's she's lost this, she's lost that, and yeah. it's this comeback story that's really she's not coming back she just lost from bailey and honestly and during that match the lights went out yeah yep 
So could he be, they're talking about how bad her career is right yeah. now. Lights go out. Maybe he's going to bring her back mm-hmm. and give her a good career. Yep. I'm wondering if we're not going to get, you know, because I mean, let, let's be honest. I love Alexa Bliss, but what the fuck has she been doing for, I mean, really since the Fiend storyline got shittily ended. It's how do you make that transition from, she was this demonic yeah. sidekick yeah. to he's gone now. She slowly had to leave this gimmick that she was so deep into. How right. do you come back from that? Yeah. If you have no initial story, I'm sorry, but this Bianca Belair, Oscar teaming thing she's doing yeah, right now, that not, is not helping her. No, it's really That's not, not helping any of those, no. people, those women at no. all. And I really, I, I'm not a fan of the fact that you have Bianca Belair, the singles champ, constantly in tag team matches. Yeah. You know, like, I, I, uh, it is what it is, but, but yes, exactly. You know, so before, where The Fiend was turning everyone heel, maybe now he's fixing characters. Mm-hmm. This is like Triple H's way of shitting on Vince, maybe. Yeah. Because, like, okay, we're going to bring back Baron Corbin. He's going to have his end of days theme, you know, because that's what he needs, because that theme is... Uh... Sidebar, I fucking hate every single theme in wrestling today, except for Cody Rhodes. Yeah. Because he's the only one with a decent theme. Everybody else's just feels generic. Yeah, like they have generic video they, game music. Yeah, exactly. They sound yeah. like no copyright sounds on YouTube. Mm-hmm. It's you like know. watching back in the day and you hear music coming out, but you wouldn't know who they were until you saw their face. Right. It was exactly. all that same just yeah. recycled shit. Yep. And who was it? Was it Brian Johnson that used to write all their music? Jim Johnson. Jim Johnson. Jim Johnson. Brian Jim Johnson. Johnson's from ACDC. Yeah, yeah. Well, either way. <laughs> God dang. Somebody, somebody, I swear, just came out to like Hell's Bells not too long ago, or it was a theme to one of the pay-per-views. Too. Um, so I know MJF just recently came out to Sympathy for the Devil. But that was a one-off. Pete for the token. He's got that thing going on with uh, Wheeler Yuta right now. And I I think Wheeler Yuta's got a hell of a lot of potential. But when you have a face like him going up against a heel like MJF, who fans freaking love. Right. And they love to hate. Yeah. Yeah. I don't want to be in his situation. No, exactly. Yeah. But. But yeah, so maybe, maybe, maybe Bray Wyatt's coming back and, and. But here's the thing. It would be the weirdest pairing ever. You have The Fiend and JBL as a manager for all of them? Yeah, no. And do we need a stable like this? No. No? I don't think so. And there was a fan theory, and this is where we shut this theory down. Mm-hmm. There was a fan theory that uh, the Fiend is going to come back and he's going to have his characters from the Fly, the, the Firefly Fun Funhouse. Yeah. Um, be in the stable. So you're going to have, because you've seen clips of like the pool oh, and stuff like that. Yeah. Let me break it down real quick yeah, as to yeah, yeah, why yeah. that cannot happen. And this is my theory about all of them, okay? Yeah. Do you think that those puppets were Bray Wyatt? They were parts of Bray Wyatt. The The pig was Bray Wyatt when he was out of shape and Vince was telling him to get yeah, better shape. Yeah, he was Husky Harris, NXT. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, of course, Vince was the boss telling him to do right. better, right, to right, be right. better. Yeah. Um, who else do we have? There's we have Mercy the, the Buzzard. And we know that was based off of Wayland Mercy, Wayland Mercy. Which the cult leader Bray Wyatt character was based on. Yeah, so we have that. Yep. And then Ramblin' Rabbit yep. was, I think, maybe talking about how he used to be on the mic. 
when he was younger, and oh. they were saying, "Hey, work on your mic skills." Maybe. And because remember, Raylan Rabbit always wanted to be good. Yeah, good point. And he never let him be good. Yeah. So, do you think these were all figments of Bray, and the Fiend is keeping it down? Ah, uh, maybe. And you know, I because he constantly crushed him with that big yeah. hammer. So yeah, that's a good point. I never thought of that. And you know, wasn't <coughs> Bray Wyatt schizophrenia. institutionalized in the beginning of all of this and? The Funhouse was in existence, but it wasn't in existence. Maybe. So maybe, maybe yeah, this yeah, is yeah. the fiend screwing inside the mind of Bray Wyatt. It's oh, so much, you can do so much fun stuff with good, it. Yeah. And to prove this this theory would be remember when John Cena had his WrestleMania match with mm-hmm. him and he kept taking Cena through all this stuff? Yeah. Well, it was a he was in his head. Yeah. So like the NWO Cena in that was showing <laughs> Cena, hey man, you could have been right. a heel. And got Hogan love. Yeah. You know what I mean? Right, you can right. went that way. Ruthless aggression. Ruthless aggression yeah. thing. So it's kind of like he, the Fiend was doing this to John Cena the mm-hmm. same way the Fiend was doing this to Bray Wyatt. Right. That's so I got, you got to shoot that down. Like, yeah. I don't believe there's a stable and these yeah. characters are going to be brought to life. And, and, and on like top I, of that, like, I know everyone has fond memories of cult leader Bray. Yeah. I hate the cult leader Bray. I am, I, I find... And it's not because of anything Bray Wyatt did. I just find that type of character mm-hmm. boring as fuck. Yeah. And just especially also watered down because every time you need a, anytime there's a movie set below the Mason Dixon line, you know, there's a fat dude with tattoos who's a weird cult leader and he talks weirdish, like with yeah. a slight Louisiana accent, like Bray Wyatt had when he was doing the cult leader shit. It's just so overplayed for me and I hate it. Yeah, when it, I don't, when that's it was, why I was so glad when the fiend became a thing. When it was fresh, I didn't so much hate it. Yeah. And then when he started to lose members, yeah. and started to lose matches, yeah. And what was it? WrestleMania where he had like the freaking worms and shit. That <laughs> yeah. wasn't fiend, right? That was no, Bray. That was Bray. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That yeah. was cult leader Bray. Yeah, that um, was with Randy Orton. Was it Orton? I yeah. was thinking for some reason it was Balor, but it was Orton. It was Orton. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, dude, that was horrible. Yeah, it was terrible. That was horrible. That was the worst. But now I, we can jump to because I think what about the poster? That was an Easter egg too early on. They showed the Extreme Rules mm-hmm. poster. Oh yeah, okay. And beside you probably already know this. Beside Riddle's head, there's mm-hmm. a little lantern. Yeah, yeah, I did see that. And at first, I didn't think it was a lantern because people were like, "Oh, it's a lantern, obviously." And then there, then you could see, if you look below it towards a trash can, like see those are fireflies right there, and you're like, I don't really see it. Well, then Finn Balor posted a alternate uh, match card poster, yeah, with between him and Edge in a different color, and you can see it plain as fucking day. Really, it is literally a lantern and literally, literally fireflies. Okay, yeah. well, see, I'm like, well, before, shit, I'm wrong. This was before all the QR code shit, right? Uh, this was so this like, was... it was like two weeks in, I think. Okay. Now, before they even start showing any of this stuff, they played that Alice song, right? Yeah, from, yeah. Uh, who, who was White, uh, White Rabbit by Jefferson. Uh, oh, Airplane. Okay. They weren't Jefferson Starships yet. Okay. So they played, what's the name of the song? It's White Rabbit. White right? Rabbit, yeah, 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 yeah. So they would play that in at house shows, right? Yeah, and at commercial breaks. And at commercial breaks. Yep. And they would even have the red light, too. At the they, very end, the red light would come on. Okay. Yeah. So and this then, was before, so people who weren't there didn't even know that this was happening. Right, yeah. This stuff was just getting posted online, and 
like wrestling wrestle talk channels mm-hmm. were picking it up and recording on it. Like, what the fuck is this? Isn't this amazing, right? Oh, this is actually great. Did you know that WWE Creative and you weren't here when I did the the intro for this part mm-hmm. when I was introducing you, but I did mention WWE Creative has like pretty much no handle on this. Yes, I have heard that. This is like, essentially basically between trips and break. Yeah. If they're keeping this, like the higher ups yeah. know what's gonna happen. Right. And that's it. But that's it. How, which, how do you in this day keep secrets, man? I know. And I tell you what, all credit to Trips for I mean, Johnny Gargano. No one fucking knew he was coming back. I know. Dexter Loomis did a yeah. great job with him. I tell you what, man, I didn't think much of him. I've loved him since the next day. Exactly. Well, <laughs> since he came back, this thing he's doing with Miz, I'm all about it. But see, he was doing this with um, oh, the Undisputed. Yeah, yeah. They, they, he did it with them. Yeah. Like hiding in the trunk and shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like he, he's great. Man. Just the cage match. <laughs> that, that angle killed me. Miz had a cage match on Raw. Mm-hmm. He's about to climb out and win. And he just, they pan down to Dexter Loomis just break staring. <laughs> Underneath the apron, yeah, yeah, like his yeah, body was underneath the yeah, ring apron, but his yeah. head was popping. That was amazing. Did, yeah, did, did you see him cut the ring? The other yeah, night? yeah, I did. That yeah. was great too. With that, you just see this big ass alligator knife. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And just start cutting. Exactly. Yeah, that was great. That was that was some of the. This is some of the best wrestling since mm-hmm. I was a kid. Yeah. Oh yeah. And, and I've noticed that too. Like there seems, this this would have never happened under Vince McMahon. The kind of like viral marketing they're doing for Bray Wyatt's return with these, oh, sorry, with these QR codes and everything. Vince would have never okayed that. Because I can imagine Vince going, what's well, a queer code? I don't know what that is. You know, yep. that kind of shit. You know, yeah. like, come on, bro. <laughs> you know, like, a, people still say Vince is the one pulling all the strings. I think this no. is kind of proving it's not. Yeah. That he's not. And I wanted to touch on one last thing yeah, with yeah, Baron yeah. Corbin. We were talking about uh, the connection with the. Um, area code with Corbin, Kentucky, and all this yeah, stuff. Yeah. Okay. I was seeing where it was also somebody, a fan, had pointed out that I think it was maybe it was Bray Wyatt's last match before he turned into the Fiend. Okay. Was a uh, dark, no disqualification match. And it was a win over Baron Corbin. Was it? Um, yeah. When did he turn into the Fiend? So. Was it in 18? I believe. Because this he, fan is saying it was November 24th, 18, and it was at WWE Starcade at a live event. That was the okay. last match he had, and it was a win over Baron Corbin before turning into The Fiend. So we got mm-hmm. more Corbin stuff. Yeah, because I remember he did the thing with Matt Hardy. Mm-hmm. And they had that little tag team. Then they both turned heel, weirdly. And then that went absolutely nowhere. Matt Hardy was like never featured, and he was doing the Woken thing. Yeah, Woken Broken. And yeah, I just, I have no clue. I can't remember. I just remember that went to shit. And I think that's no. Okay, that was before. Okay, I was trying to remember when Matt Hardy and Bray Wyatt did their feud. That's when Bray Wyatt, like they killed him at the the lake or whatever the fuck. I, I can't remember. I don't think any of the Woken stuff really took off like it did with it really uh, yeah. when it, when he was over at um, TNA. TNA. Yeah. No, it didn't. Yeah, okay. Because I was trying to remember at what point Bray Wyatt did the, uh, or excuse me, yeah, Bray Wyatt went away and came back as the Fiend. Mm-hmm. It was around then, yeah. I can't remember specifics. Now, the, was it the Seth Rollins match against Ray? When 
It was the second time. Okay, so there was another QR code or what a video mm -hmm. that was out, and it was a bunch of WWE and ECW legends putting words together in a promo. So it was all cut promos of these legends. Mm -hmm. Have you heard it yet? I have not. No. Okay. Well, let you me got see. the audio for it. I, I have it somewhere. Okay. I just I gotta find it. I got but you. If you want to go ahead and you got anything else you want to throw in while I'm yeah um. If Bray Wyatt comes back, what do you think? Face or heel? I'm hearing everybody say face. And I... Taker was a face. He was, yeah. He was demonic and he was a face. Kane. Kane. Kane was a good face, man. Underutilized, I think, as a face. But I, I, I don't think we're ready for a fiend face... I don't want to see that. Do you? Face fiend? Yeah. If it's done right. I think Triple H is better at booking faces because he doesn't make him so fucking dorky than under Vince. Because, I mean, why did... Why are Stone Cold and The Rock the two biggest faces in the industry? Because when they were good guys on TV... They weren't lame. You know, they weren't like being backed down and being the underdog. You know, they talked shit and they fought. And personally, I think that's why The Rock and Stone Cold never got buried. Because they could, they were so charismatic and they weren't lame as faces that they could come out of it. Because right now, I mean, look at Liv Morgan. Everybody has wanted Liv Morgan. To have that damn fucking belt for a long time. They've always wanted Liv Morgan. She's been wildly popular. She finally turned face. They always wanted Liv. She got it the next week. They're fucking booing her. Yeah. They, they bit her. What was that? Who was the ring? The woman in the ring. Um, <sighs> her name? She was so mad. Like, you could see the look on her face. Yeah. She was so pissed at the crowd. I think it was Kayla Braxton. It was. Yeah. It was. Yeah. So, and I mean, for the very reason that Liv gets the title and then, oh, I'm the, the plunky underdog. Well, I'm like, bro, come on. You were the scrappy fighting little thing that wanted that title. And then now you're, oh, I couldn't have, you know, oh, I come from humble beginnings. Like, oh my God. Mm -hmm. And that just, that gets old for me. And it does for everyone else, obviously. So I think it's good to see Liv now. Kendo sticking the hell out of Ronda Rousey. Yeah, so yeah. That's really helped her out because otherwise she'd have gone the Bailey route. Well, she just had a pretty good match with Lacey Evans, showing how extreme she can be yep, and exactly. went through put Lacey through a table. Yep, exactly. So, uh, maybe we'll get a, a good match out of her. I, I still like her. Okay, well, I finally found the video. Okay, great. I'll, I'll go ahead and play the audio of this. Now, this is one where a bunch of legends are saying, uh, you know. Who did? Who killed? Right. You know, and it's got The Rock, Cena, the Rock, Stone Cold, Stone Cold, yeah, Road so, Dog, Road Dog. That's probably one of the favorite podcasts. By the way, there. yeah, I, you you told me about that. Listen to it. It's, it's a good great. Him and Cassio yeah. Kid really enjoyed it. But um, let's go ahead and hit play on this. This is one of the QR codes again, and uh, just wanted for those of you who didn't get a chance to listen to it.
What do you think about it? It's, it, it's pretty wild. It is. Now, did you see the astronaut in it? Yeah. Okay. In the lens of the astronaut, mm-hmm. okay, because this is, you know, everybody's digging as far as oh, they can. Yeah. They say you can see Alexa Bliss. Oh, okay. So, can you? Is it just a woman? Is it Sister right, Abigail? Right. You well, know. it's funny you mention that because there was a backstage segment between uh, Belair, Asuka, and Bliss. Mm-hmm. And damage control. Terrible name. Personally. It is. It is. <laughs> but anywho, um, so they're having this backstage segment. And of course, Bianca, Asuka, and um, Bliss are, you know, standing face on, you know, and damage control is off to the side. And they're doing the classic WWE, you know, stand and turn for the profile thing, but whatever. Uh, so... While this is going on, there's stuff going over the screen. Like some kind of like filter. It looks really weird. And then at one point, a what looks like the fiend is projected on like a shadow above Alexa Bliss. Okay. Now, people have gone back and looked. And you remember when he was called Leader Bray? Mm-hmm. If he was to like randomly come out, they would do that weird like filter thing over your screen yeah and then you know it would make that weird noise it would show random pictures of like bugs and you know death and maggots and all kind of crap and then you would hear a noise it was like sound like a tree being bent and then he would appear in the ring well people have gone back that same filter that would play for when he would do that is the exact same one that was playing over the screen as like a shadow on alexa bliss it's oh. really weird. Like, number one, who the fuck found that? <laughs> number two, like, damn, that's some good viral marketing, though. Oh, yeah, yeah. There was also, was it in that skit there where another code came up, and if you scanned it, it led you to a picture of a painting? Yes. Okay. It was multiple, it, uh, yeah, like Renaissance paintings. Yes. There was one in particular, and it's driving me nuts, what yeah. the name of this painting was. That there's only there's a significance to it, and that's mm-hmm. why I'm trying to remember what right. had happened. The I guess the story of this painting is I don't know if it's just Greek mythology or what, but yeah. um, or maybe you can educate me on this. The guy was super strong, mm-hmm. and it has him holding up two pillars. It's Samson. Okay, from so, the yes, Bible. yes, mm-hmm. yes. You are right. I'm th- I might think the yes. Yeah, so Samson from the Bible. So yeah. God, you know, gave him super strength mm-hmm. as long as he didn't cut his hair. Right. Okay. Well, he goes, and you know the story. He goes and tells his wife, mm-hmm. and oh, all of a sudden he's captured and his hair's cut because yep. you know governments doesn't don't want one man stronger than anything else. Is Jeez. That, yeah. <laughs> so is that why? I mean, is that so why? I mean that could be some of it. You know. It, I think it could signify the fact Bray felt held back, maybe. Under, That's what I'm thinking. Under Vince McMahon. Now, that word, uh, what I, patricide? Patricide. Patricide, okay. Yeah, your dad. That comes up in a, in a mm-hmm. QR code, too. And One then, of the first ones. Yes. Well, then it flashes again when mm-hmm. Dominic Mysterio is on his way to the ring Ooh. to see his dad. Hmm. Coincidentally, the first time that that QR code pops up with that word, mm-hmm. in the description of the link... Is the date to the Raw where Dominic Mysterio is walking out to the ring to see Ray, and the code comes up again. 
So they're planning this hmm. weeks in advance for the next code. Damn, okay. Now, could that symbolize that Dominic killed his father to become a man by joining... Maybe. Maybe. What's the name of this? Judgment Day. Judgment Day. So, or, or Triple H, mm-hmm. and anyway, this goes back to the story of Samson and the haircut. Okay? Right. Triple H did a podcast. Yeah. And, okay, so it was probably what, like a... Kayfabe shoot, like a, a work shoot. Yeah, yeah. I think it was, <clears throat> you know, kind of in between, like you said, yeah, like a work shoot kind of deal. Okay. Now, do you want to go ahead and say what he had said in that? Well, he talked about working with Bray Wyatt uh-huh. and talked about how creatively the dude is so hard to keep up with because he's all over the place. He's constantly got a new idea. And I think that's a good thing. Mm-hmm. It can be a bad thing if you don't have anyone to corral you. Yeah, you know, and I, like Triple H said, the guy was like being in a, a hurricane, I think, mm-hmm. or a tornado, one of the two, because it's going all different directions. But I think under Triple H, he would be a good dude that could point that all that energy yeah. that Bray Wyatt has in one direction and come up with some solid shit. Do you think this is whether it's the patricide or the the painting? Do you think that could be symbolizing? Triple, that happened right after Triple H did that podcast. Yeah. So could it be his, could Triple H be his father? Because he is an NXT guy. Yeah, true. He's an NXT original. True. So could this be, hey, my father said this about me, I'm coming for him? Because it was mm. Triple H's mic that gave Fair. us the last QR code before Fair. the pay-per-view. Yeah. So have you touched on that, the microphone? I have not, not yet. Okay. That was the one last night. And so... Triple H comes out because it was a season premiere SmackDown mm-hmm. on Fox. Um, he comes out, cuts a, a promo, and talks. And in the promo as well, I forget exactly what he said, but it even lent even more credence to the fact that Bray Wyatt's about to appear. Because the promo was even about, you know, how this is a new beginning and all this other stuff. And so, yeah, Triple H is out there. He cuts a small promo. And he says, welcome to Fox. Like, the camera hard camera pans out and then when it cuts back to him and he says welcome to friday night smackdown and he's already got the mic flipped to where the qr code is and that took us to our latest qr code where it was it said it was the let me in mm-hmm. and then it flashed tomorrow night mm-hmm. meaning extreme rules which is happening tonight in fuck eight hours yeah. you know from now so it's a very good one, and it, I, I found out, I think it was in this one, in the source code to this, said like Daniel C15 or something like that, mm-hmm. and it's a shout out to a guy who made a connection to a previous QR code on Twitter. He was the first one to find it. Oh. So WWE shouted the dude out in the source code. Oh. Yeah. Okay. It's pretty wild stuff. They've been doing this, because they did the one, and speaking of shout outs in source code... They did the one that had the two lines from Aleister Black's theme song. Yes. And that led everyone to think for a second, wait a minute, maybe this is Aleister Black because there was that drama with AEW where Aleister Black wanted out, but then, you know, certain wrestling media who's just AEW marks uh, were like, no, it's not him. And then like two weeks later, there was the release thing. Yeah. But then come to find out, it was like pretty much right after that. After the source code with Black's theme song leaked, mm-hmm. Aleister Black uh, made a video on Instagram mm-hmm. talking about a conditional release from AEW, meaning he'll get his release, but he has to wrestle. So he's kind of 
seemingly held captive there. So it's not Aleister Black coming to WWE. Right. Because I feel like even if it was, making a video like that is just too much for WWE lawyers that would have allowed it. Yeah, yeah. And Tony Khan's already calling out WWE for yeah. saying that they were trying to poach his talent. Yeah, they're, and, they're talking about contract tampering, but no yeah. one's talking about when Tony Khan did the exact same shit with WWE talent. Yeah, well. Just saying. <laughs> and you know me, I love AEW. Yeah. I, I watch it like crazy. Yeah, yeah. And, and that's the thing. It's nothing against AEW. No, but it's just like, for, is, for a company that says they're not going to make the same mistakes as WCW, they're making worse ones. Yeah. You know, and, and here's the thing. They, they were talking about uh, that it was contract tampering and all that. After all this time, 30, 40 years in business. Well, I mean, even longer than that, but okay. 30 years on TV. 30 years with competition with WCW. Do you think now, after everything, WWE is going to be so fucking dumb as to do things that would give Tony Khan ammo like that. Nope. Exactly. That's why it's horseshit. And, you know, you're allowed to have conversations with friends, and Cody's right. friends with everybody. Exactly. You're allowed to say to somebody, and this is not considered contract tampering, you're allowed mm-hmm. to say, you happy there? Like, what's going on right. there? Right, exactly. Now, when you start saying numbers mm-hmm. and stuff like that, but you're allowed to say, are yeah. you enjoying yourself over there? Right. How much time you got? Exactly. Here. That's allowed. Yeah. And that's the thing. How Look at how many different people were either dating or married to someone mm-hmm. in the opposite company. Yeah. You know, Charlotte and Andrade. Yep. And uh, at the time, um, Ambrose, and, well, I guess not Ambrose, I guess we have to call him. Uh, oh, Mox. Mox. But yeah, but yeah, exactly. Him and Renee. Renee yeah. was still with the WWE at the time. Yeah. There's all, I mean, all that. Did you say Alistair and... Uh, Alistair and Zelina Vega. There you go. There's another one. You know, at the time, Braun Strowman wasn't there, but he's dating uh, Raquel Rodriguez. Yep. Has um, been for years. Charlotte Flair and Andrade. Yeah, that's the first one I said. Oh, well, see, there you go. <laughs> there you go. And, and so <coughs> now they're saying, you know, that whole Sammy Guevara fight. Oh, God. With... Um, oh, we just had one with Andrade that's making the news yeah. or whatever. Eddie Kingston, the first Eddie one? Kingston. Yeah. I'm sorry, but I don't think Guevara was out of line. By calling him... What did he say? He cut a promo and told him his out-of-shape fat ass or something. (laughs) But it's like, Sammy Guevara is supposed to make you hate him. Yeah, If if he's getting heat, he's doing his job. Mm -hmm. And if you're that pissed off about him doing his job, you're a shitty wrestling fan. Yeah. Because you're not getting what he's doing. True. And I don't know what this whole thing with Andrade is, but they've been saying he's not happy Well, there was a Twitter fight between them. Yeah. Which is kind of funny. And it's like, if it's... It could just be building... Something. Potentially. Because Eddie Kingston had his match, yeah. you know. So maybe that whole shit wasn't real. I kind of think it was. I, I think there's I think some it was, reality it to it. It was a shoot that turned into a work. Yeah, yeah. But uh, I, I don't know. But I will say if AEW is doing all these fights mm-hmm. and they are staged, yeah. damn, they're doing a really good job. Oh, true. Because, I mean, it's coming out. I mean, maybe they're trying to find their moles. Who knows? Yeah. yeah. But at the same time, I, I can also see how basically... Uh, Tony Khan just trying to be friends with all of them yeah. is not working in his favor. Yeah, it sure. It, it, <clears throat> one thing showed they don't take him seriously as a boss. Yeah, and exactly. If they did, they sure as hell don't after seeing Punk 
did what he did in yeah. front. When can you do that in front of your boss? Yeah. You know how badly that affected him mm-hmm. financially with yeah. networks and everything. They're like, they don't want to work with a company where right. their employees might go off like that. Exactly. So I, I like AEW and I want it to succeed mm-hmm. because AEW is making WWE better. Yeah. If there wasn't an AEW, we'd still yeah. have watered down shit wrestling on WWE. Yeah. I truly believe that. Yeah, I believe. And the only thing, the only spark of light inside of WWE would have been NXT. Yeah. But when they went to 2.0, that light fucking went out. Yep. And they know it. Then they do know it. Yeah. And so it's, I, you can see them slowly trying to fix NXT. Mm-hmm. Cause man, for the longest time, NXT was for me, the fucking show. So I watched. Yeah. I quit watching Raw and SmackDown exactly. so I could watch NXT that. was the thing, you know? Yep. And, uh, it got really tough when, uh, Shanghai shit long hit. Yeah. You know, which is understandable, mm-hmm. but yeah, it just, NXT was the show. And mm-hmm. when I heard Vince was taking it over, I'm like, fuck. Yeah. You know, and then the only thing that was still good was NXT UK. Yep. And you it's know. gone. And it's gone now. <laughs> so. In favor of what will be NXT Europe. And you know what really sucks? Hmm. That title was so beautiful. It really was. And so was their women's title. Yeah. I mean, gorgeous. They, they legitimately had the best looking title. Yes, they did. You know. And hopefully Triple H takes hint of that, mm-hmm. and they fix the belt situation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just big old NXT letters aren't cutting it. No, yeah, but they, especially that original NXT belt. Yeah, yeah, God, that was ass. Yeah, <laughs> that was ass. Yeah, that's like it goes that title. Purple Cruiserweight title. Oh God, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And twenty four seven, and then whatever the hell Braun Strowman still reigns. Champion oh, the GER. Yeah, the GER. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah. That fucking green Saudi title yeah. with a tree on it. Yeah. Oh, that, what a piece of shit. <laughs> but going back to the QR codes. Ah, was, yeah, yeah, that's what you're talking about. There was about. one defining creepy, the creepiest one, I think, mm-hmm. is, I got my Trump hands going. You see that? I do. I, <laughs> I am, like, it. just really getting yeah. into this. <laughs> that I got is the uh, code where it gives a phone number. Ah, yeah, okay. That was, mm-hmm. that's the best one. Yeah. That's the creepiest one. Did you call the number? I did not. Do you want to hear it? Yes. Well, you've got the audio. Hell yeah. Now, okay, this, I want to go ahead and say what people are saying it says. Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, supposedly this was played backwards. Yeah. Okay. It is kind of like ugh, eerie. Yeah, 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 yeah. But it's Bravo, Echo, was it Lima, Alpha, India, and uh, I think maybe that's all they said it was. I'm trying to remember off my head. I thought I had it no, written it, down, and I don't. No, it was Bravo, Echo, Lima, Alpha, Alpha. India, Romeo. Yes. Yep. Yeah. And, it spells out Bel Air. And that's what they're saying this is if you play it if you, yeah. if you play it backwards. But Is this a story about how his life got flipped turned upside down? <laughs> Would you like I to know. take a minute and just sit right there <laughs> and tell you how he became Prince of Telco Bel Air? <laughs> He comes out dressed like Will Smith. Oh, fuck. WWE's dead. (laughs) You know, that's what I was saying, too. If this is Cody, the return of Cody, or if this is the return of anybody else. It's going to die. They're going to get so much. They're going to get, fuck, go home here. Yeah, yeah. And it's not going to be the heat they want. No. Because fans are going to feel, like, robbed. I saw it was a live stream somebody was doing, and they were talking about who could this be, who could this be. This was, like, two, three weeks ago. And someone said, I could be, potentially be Charlotte. 
flair. Yeah. And somebody commented, if it's Charlotte, I'm fucking riding. <laughs> well, I said that the other day. I said, well, I'm going to watch Extreme Rules. And if it's not The Fiend, yeah, I'm going to loot my own fucking TV. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to trash my own house. I'm going to look it. for Apple products to shove in my pockets because <laughs> I'm going to be so pissed. That's a good point. I never thought of that. Oh, my yeah, God. That, it really would. Now, to, to jump real quick to yeah, the, yeah. The, the, the last one they just did when they had Tomorrow Night. Uh, it was the most yeah, recent yeah. one where it's pretty obviously Bray now. Mm-hmm. They had the G in night. Mm-hmm. Well, tonight, I should say, uh, was a six. Okay. Because, and they're it. saying that's just another one to let you know that it is Bray Wyatt. Mm-hmm. Because his Twitter handle is Wyatt6. And he's always had a six in his handles. That That's a good point, too. And you know how all these codes, when you click them, they go to WWE forward slash whatever. Yes. Um, they had one that was, oh, man, I can't even remember. It, it was 1911, I want to say okay, it was. Yeah. And it was. It was 1911. So it was WWE forward slash 1911 to get to the link. That's also, do you remember when he dressed as the Mad Hatter? No, I do not. On one of the fun houses? In his hat, the card said 1911. And I know this. I actually caught this one, too, because I have the uh, new WWE Superstars figure of him. Okay. And he's the Mad Hatter, and that's the number on his hat in, oh, in the card. Okay, I didn't know so that. So another awesome thing that, yep. that they put together. Do you know what a Mad Hatter is? I do not, actually. Okay. A Mad Hatter is people who used to work in factories who made hats and stuff like this back in the, okay. uh, what, like turn of the century? Even yeah, that. yeah. They were exposed to mercury. Oh. And they were losing their minds working. I did not know that. So they were crazy, just yeah. like Alice in Wonderland, how he was kind right, of a yeah. nut. And yeah. That's a Mad Hatter. Huh. It's, okay. I, I never knew that. Yeah. So usually, Always the term, never knew usually you're the one teaching me a little bit. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. But, I, I, uh, no, I, I actually never really knew where that come from, but that's interesting. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? And the, you yeah. know, the Alice in Wonderland tie-in and everything yeah. like that. But I want to go ahead and hit this. Yeah. Hell yeah. Uh, we're going to... Here's the phone number, mm-hmm. and when you hit the, you know, you call it. This is what you get. This is what you get. So that is creepy. Yeah. That is creepy as hell. Yeah. So, and look, it's playing again. I'm done. I'm going to hit good and hit stop on that. But yeah. Wow. So you call that number and uh, that's, that's what you get. You know what? And so, yeah, I think someone, they took it and they played the audio backwards and that's when they found out the audio was backwards to begin with. Yeah. And that's how they come up with the phonetic, you know, Bel Air spelling. Yeah. And they're saying it's, it's Bray. You know, it's saying the words or whatever. But here's the number if anybody wants it and check it out for themselves. Mm-hmm. It's 855-489-5099. Kevin James would be proud. So, why? Because you had phone number rhythm. Oh, my God. You know, I, can't, I have to get the voicemails for work mm-hmm. every day. Yeah. And you'll have somebody that's like, bye-bye. I was like, what? <laughs> like, 
What? Now I gotta listen to the Duffy message again. Yes. He gave me a G. <laughs> he gave me a G. If you don't know what the fuck we're talking about, it's a Kevin James skit. I'm talking about phone number rhythm. Look it up. You'll die laughing. It it's is great. hilarious. I love that one. And when he has to pick out a greeting card. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's a good one, too. That is a good one, yeah. Kevin James, classic stand-up. But I, there's probably a whole lot more that we could have checked out. We could have oh, talked yeah. about that fans have found everything. But that's, I think we hit I think we everything. perfectly described it. Tonight is Extreme Rules. It's coming from West Philadelphia, uh, which I think it's fitting that Extreme Rules is in Philadelphia. Oh, for sure. obviously. Yeah. You know, um, I find it weird, though, that it's a pretty short card. I feel like, of course, actually, no, I don't find it weird. Let me rephrase how I mean that. So, Bobby Lashley isn't on this card. Why? Good question. So, we've got, personally, uh, okay, so... (laughs) There's a match between, um, what's Seamus's little stable called? Oh, man. Yeah. I don't know. I've literally tried to. It's like to the good lads or something. Not accept it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. I'm sorry, but they ruined the Butch. Come on. They're fixing him. I They're know. Over time, him, I saw the bruiser pants. No, you're absolutely stuff, right. But... They fucking killed Pete Dunn. Yeah, terrible. Mm. But, so, uh... I th- so they're having a match. It's Sheamus's team versus uh, Imperium. <laughs> it's called <laughs> it's called a good old fashioned Donnybrook match. Yes, I did hear about. Yeah. Okay, I feel like that could just not be on the card. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's literally only on the card because because of um, Clash of Castle, yeah. where Sheamus had that really good match, really good match with Walter, because it's fucking Walter, mm-hmm. you know. They're both two uh, stiff guys. Mm-hmm. <laughs> How else do you say it? How else do you say it, though? I mean, they like it horror style. I don't yeah, know. You know they play. like it rammed. You know, whatever. Uh, so, yeah, they they both, I mean, Seamus really got over with that match. Yeah, he did. As MJF pointed out. Uh, yeah. <laughs> he, he really, he really uh, shut Seamus down on that one. But funny, anyhow. Uh, so, <clears throat> I feel like that could not be on the card. Yeah. So... The mid-card titles aren't being presented other than the fact Walter is holding yeah. the Intercontinental right now. So, yeah, Bobby Lashley doesn't have a match, but I feel like maybe they're going to do something big with Bray Wyatt and they just didn't really have time to put Bobby Lashley I'm hoping that's what it is, but you still make time for a title you've been building over the last two months. Right, exactly. And like, I get he's slowly I, fixing, but also I'm seeing how he's kind of running this NXT style where sometimes titles wouldn't even be presented. Yeah. You know, other than someone just holding them. Yeah, that's true. And, I mean, it worked in NXT's way because it's small. It was, you know, had the indie feel. The, mm-hmm. you know, it was developmental. Yeah. They didn't have the time either. I mean, right. Yeah. I feel like that's kind of just not the way. You, but you also, I get it. You don't want to just shoehorn shit in there just because, well, it's a title. we got to have it featured on pay per view. Yeah. So, it's a give and take. Somebody got hurt, too. Uh, and they had to cancel a match from what I was hearing. I can't even think of who, not, who it would have been. Certain. I thought somebody got injured, so they had to switch some stuff up last minute also. Mm-hmm. But I got the card here if you want to re- if you Yeah, want to yeah, yeah. I want to hear it. Okay, we're going to have the SmackDown Women's Champion uh, Extreme Rules match. It's going to be Liv and Ronda. Okay. What you are you, got? What's your prediction? Man. 
I'm saying Ronda takes I'm it. I'm going to say Ronda takes it only yeah. because I think they don't know what to do with Liv right now. I agree. I think I fans have kind of ruined this for her. Mm-hmm. And I think she has done everything she can do with it. Yeah. And she had a pretty good title run. She did okay, yeah. You, you beat Ronda Rousey once. Yeah. And she beat... Um, shit. Shayna Baszler. Shayna Baszler, mm-hmm. which is a huge yeah. notch. So, yeah, I think Ronda takes it. And I, yeah. I think they need somebody with Ronda's name right now. Because mm-hmm. they're what now on Fox, so they're gonna need the yeah and the name yeah and Rhonda she just she's a heel yeah she works best as a heel mm-hmm. no one wants to see Ronda Rousey you know I know what you're gonna say <laughs> exactly <laughs> pointing at the fucking WrestleMania sign what else she do out there she's pointing at the fucking sign every single time she does it something goes wrong. Yeah, because when she done that with Flair and all them fireworks were supposed to happen, didn't happen. Oh, when she came back this last time, yeah. won the rumble and pointed at the sign, and fireworks were supposed to happen, and they didn't. And then she put, dropped her hand like, "What the fuck, bro?" Pointed again, and then they finally went off. Yeah, and what? that's when the thing caught on fire. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the when sign the, caught, that's on the sign caught on fire. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, it's, it's, it goes to hell every time she does it. What's the next match? Uh, Raw Women's Championship ladder match, and that's going to be Belair and Bailey. I think they're stupid to take it off Belair right now. Yeah, I think her booking's been stupid. It has. It has. I'm a huge Bianca fan. Oh, 100%. So, I, and I, can Bailey take a loss? That's the thing. I, Bailey's falling into this captain role. Yeah. Of, you know, she's kind of building up um, EO. Sky, yeah. which, why would you change her name? I know. And um, Dakota Kai, she's kind yeah. of building these two younger talents. They were on, um, Corey, I think it was Corey Gray's podcast. Okay. And they were completely, you know, out of kayfabe and were talking mm-hmm. about how they built this day when how it came. This truly is Bailey's baby. Is it really? She went to them prior to her leaving the first time mm-hmm. and said, listen, I want a stable. I want to run the stable. And she mm-hmm. knew exactly she wanted those two. Yeah. So... Um, Dakota Kai got hired again because Bailey was basically I want her yeah. and nobody else. Yeah, which and, I love Dakota, and Kai. she wanted Io Shirai. Yeah, so I think Io and Dakota were both greats. Mm-hmm. They never, I feel, booked Dakota right until mm-hmm. she did her first heel turn. Yeah, she's but that didn't last. I think she's a heel. What do you think? You think she's better as a face? I think she actually no. I think she does better as a heel. I like her as a face. Oh, I do too. Yeah. Because uh, I liked her, you know, she's a kicking kiwi kind of thing. Mm-hmm. You know, I dug that, but they just booked her so fucking lame. Yeah. You know, like, so. But I want to see, and even Io was kind of saying she wants a singles run mm-hmm. with the title. She needs one. Too. And, but she's, you know, she's over the moon happy about having the tag titles. Yeah. Like, they were both were, but yeah. and I think even Dakota said she wants another singles run oh, yeah. too. But this is a good way to get them introduced because if they'd have came up alone, yeah, they'd already be on down at the bottom. They'd have fallen into the mix, yeah. You know, like so, I mean, even Rhea Ripley fell into the mix for a while. Yeah, yeah, what dude. Oh, dude, I sorry. hate this stable she's in right now. Oh, the yeah, I'm but not. Rhea Ripley owns that stable. She does, dude. She owns that role. I have said this from the beginning. It doesn't matter what happens to Rhea Ripley. She might fall in between the cracks for a while, but sooner or later she turns into a fucking ball of fire yep. again. Yeah, this, this thing is with like Dominic, the third oh time. Oh my god! Yeah, this is like the third time 
she falls through the cracks and turns into a ball of fire mm-hmm. again. It's insane. It is. I, I mean, fucking credit to her because she does it. Mm-hmm. But also, I am so fucking jealous of Dominic Mysterio. It's not even funny. <laughs> <laughs> she did a, a thing. It's uh, on WWE's The Bump, yeah. which is on the network. Are they still doing it? I didn't know they They do do that yeah. still, yeah. So they had Judgment Day on there. And it was like an hour and a half. Like, it was a, like a, a long stream. Mm-hmm. And they were asking Rhea Ripley. I don't know what they asked her. But she was talking about Dominic, and she's like, if Dominic wants mommy, it's mommy. If Dominic wants poppy, it's poppy. And I'm like, you son of a bitch! <laughs> you lucky bastard. If Edge would have stayed, they had no reason to turn Edge. Just because no. Cody left was a horrible reason. Yeah. That stable, I think, would have thrived. Yeah. Because I, I, I love the music. Yeah. I love yeah. The, the lighting they do. Mm-hmm. I, I don't think they need the mic every week. No. And did you see, and Bully Ray was pissed about this on that post Finn Balor got the mic and said about three words and the fans took over his whole spot with the what chance. Really? And he was pissed. He's like, just let him talk. Yeah. And then you could hear like Finn fucked up mm-hmm. on the mic because they got in his head by doing the what thing. Really? And Ooh. he messed up his thing and Bully's like, yeah, because you got all these people who think that they're part of the show saying yeah, what? He goes, when Stone Cold comes out, say what? If he's not out there, shut your fucking... He was mad. Dude. Yeah. And it's, you know... I get it. He's like, we're talents trying to entertain you. Yeah. Don't try to hijack every show because you think when you watch it on the replay, oh, look, that's me chanting. Because they were talking about, like, the worst chance. Mm-hmm. And I'm sorry, but the you still got it is the worst chant. Oh, my God. That yes. is the biggest insult to a legend. Yeah, it really is. If it, What did you assume, that they didn't have it? Yeah. That is the biggest insult, yeah. I think, when you chant, you still got it. That's a good this point. This also makes me throw up, too. Yeah. When they first heard it... Mm-hmm. It was the Raw after Mania, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. When that crowd really took it over yeah, like four yeah, years like, ago? Uh, actually, I think it's closer to nine years ago. Was it really that long? Yeah, it was like 13, I think. Gee, I don't, I don't really high <laughs> I know, right? I actually woke up in the recliner yeah. with a cup in my hand, leaned over. Yeah. I thought I fell asleep for a minute. I fell asleep at midnight. It was mm-hmm. 2 a.m. I went out to the kitchen. The stove said 2 a.m. As you can tell, so, Jordan has a youngster. Yeah, and I'm not getting any sleep. <laughs> But yeah, that's I hate. I hate, I hate those chants. I, I yes, yeah. I hate that. That you deserve it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. This is awesome. Hate that one. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, they really. Yeah, like you said, you still got it. Especially when they did that to Mickey James, who was like forty. Yep. Yep. I thought that was horrible. She's not old. No. You know. Look at her. She's amazingly beautiful. She mm-hmm. looks oh, half her age. Mm-hmm. She has a retirement match coming up with Mia Yim. Oh, does uh, she? What's the big one for uh, TNA? Slammiversary? Okay, maybe it's Slammiversary. I don't know. That's I don't got, watch uh, TNA. Well, that's it's in like big, June. It's their big one. Yeah. They've got a, They've got Bound for Glory, maybe still. I don't think they do King of the Mountain anymore. But she's she's going remember. up against Mia Yim. For, she's, I think she has a title. I'm not sure. But um, I'm not sure. If she loses, she has to retire. So maybe yeah. this is her way out. She has a lot of respect for Mia Yim. Yeah. So. I, I don't know. I just, she came out wearing that thing that time, and, oh, God. Um, we have a fight pit match with Seth Rollins versus Riddle. Riddle. Riddle, yeah. Yeah. Rollins won Clash. Yep. It, this one's got to be Riddle, I think. And I think it's fitting that Riddle wins, and yeah. I think that's going to... It's so much in his element, too. That'll steal the show. So, a lot of people are saying that's going to be the actual main event. 
Okay. Because no one really knows what the main event's going to be. Personally, I think it's Cross McIntyre. But yeah, I can see that. Being but a lot of people are saying that it's going to be Riddle and uh, Rollins. So that gets me to it's a Karrion Cross Drew McIntyre strap match. I do not know. How do you book this? Neither one can lose. I know. Unless Scarlett gets involved. That's, that's going to be about the only way. But also, I think that's a good way to kill your next big heel. And you just make him a Miz heel. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, Cross is a fucking intimidating dude. You know, he's, they've got a good gimmick going on there. You know, the, the promos, out of this world. Mm-hmm. I think if you were to have McIntyre lose because she nutted him, you would just really kill Cross. I was going to say, I don't want to see that. She threw a fireball the other day. Yeah. The fireball it, thing. It got botched. Yeah, but... They called an audible on it. Yes. And they did a great job yep. covering it. That's what I was just getting ready to say. You know, so, they really did. Yeah. So I would just, I would hate to see, I would hate to see him win like that. So but like you said, you can't really have Drew lose right now. But I don't know. It kind of seems like Drew's out of the title picture again. So Yeah. And Cross is kind of gunning for it. Exactly. And they're going to split those titles. I think so. And, uh, and then we have... So we have absolutely nothing going on with uh, anybody from Reigns's no, group. Nope, no title belts uh, and no U.S. title hmm. are being featured. I'm really surprised nobody. Yeah, I think they're saving all them for the Saudi show. Oh, okay. Uh, later on this month. Yeah. Because we've got um, Extreme Rules tonight. I think next Saturday we've got Halloween Havoc. I believe, NXT. I wish they would throw a lot of money at Havoc. It's my favorite pay-per-view. I think they're going to slowly fix that as well. I hope. That's my favorite It's an NXT, you know. Um, But, yeah, so Havoc, and then I think a week after that, I think the 22nd, or maybe uh, something like that, is the Saudi show. Are you excited for the Saudi show at all? Well, actually, now that I think about it, the Uses can't go. Except for Solo. Oh, yeah. Because they both got pending DUIs. Yeah. <laughs> so, and I heard that's why they brought Solo. Yeah, they couldn't go. To, they couldn't uh, go to Clash. Yeah, for that very same reason. Yeah. So, so unless that's cleared up by the Saudi show, which I doubt, they won't be able to go. I know we're rambling off of the whole Fiend thing, but we really? are try, we are trying to cover a little bit of what's going to happen tonight with Extreme Rules. Right. So, I, I think it fits in good. But do you have anything to add uh, before we we wrap this up? Because everybody's got a show to watch, and I'm trying. I told them all to want to listen to this before so they get a good yeah. idea of what's going on with the fiend. So, because not everybody can follow this stuff, it's hard for me to follow. Uh, it's true. Yeah, like I'm, I'm playing catch up with it every time because I'm not home to watch SmackDown or anything like that. So it's it's kind of tough. But uh, I don't know. Let us know what you think. You know, do you think uh, JBL? And Baron Corbin, do you think Baron Corbin's involved? I don't want to, like, I like JBL, but I don't want to see him as the Fiend's Paul Heyman. That would just be terrible. Mm. Yeah. Just, that wouldn't, that's, this is two gimmicks that don't make sense. I don't know about that one. I agree yeah. with you on that one. But uh, any questions, anything you have, send it over to livingkfapod at gmail.com, and we will read whatever you send us unless it's, too bad. <laughs> we are on the explicit, I think, content. That's a good point, yeah. How many so times did I say I guess we're good. I guess yeah. send whatever you got, and we yeah, will, right? we'll, we'll try to read it on Yeah. Here. If it's dark humor, I'm all about it. He is all about it <laughs> if it's dark humor. 
<laughs> All right, guys, with that, uh, instead of ringing the bell, I think we ought to do a good fiend laugh. Oh, hell yeah, let's go. Out. So let's yeah. see if we can find ourselves a good fiend laugh. And again, thank you guys for listening. This has been Living Kayfabe. Hey, you made it. You made it all the way to the end. You listened to the whole thing, and we thank you for it. We hope you enjoyed it. And for making it to the very end, we have a couple more Easter eggs to give you guys. Grab your phone, go to the computer, type in large pink rabbit in Italy. It will take you to a creepy creation created in 2005. Now, most of this, according to people on Google Earth, has been dissolved. It's pretty much destroyed. But it was in one of the QR codes. It was a little hint, something for you to go hunt down. And uh, it's, it's actually pretty cool. Go check it out. Another thing, we go back to the, fra- the word of uh, killing your father. And it popped up a couple of times. Uh, one time when Dominic was walking down the ring with Ray, we talked about it. Well, this also has something to do with Bray Wyatt. Back in FCW, a long time ago, he cut a promo hinting about killing his father and telling people to follow him. So, again, a little bit of a nod to to Bray Wyatt's past. And Sean, uh, he was talking about a video that's been on YouTube for 15 years. Nothing else, just this video of Jefferson Starship playing the White Rabbit. And out of nowhere, after 15 years... There's a hint to the White Rabbit now. It's very cool. Uh, I just wanted to give you guys a couple more Easter eggs. Enjoy the show tonight. I know we're going to be watching it on pins and needles. I really hope we get a conclusion to all this madness that we've been seeing. Uh, My hope is that we get an imposter fiend tonight. I hope we get a Bo Dallas dressed as the fiend and he stays for like a month and he's doing horrible things in the fiend's name and he's using the fiend's image and this makes the fiend so mad that he comes back to fight the imposter fiend to take his identity back that's what i'm hoping for uh sean not so much mainly because the body differences in bo dallas and bray wyatt it's very noticeable but i think that would be the fun of it us as fans know that's not the fiend So is the Fiend going to come back and take care of this? Nah, I don't know. Wishful thinking. But I hope tonight is a great show. I hope you guys enjoy it. And uh, again, have a good night, everybody. And thanks for listening to Living Kayfabe Podcast.